Hello and welcome to the last recording podcast with Ian and Jen. Yet yeah, this week we talk about there's loads got up to last weekend, so absolutely space to chat about that. Uh, also, we talk about that couple of gigs. Yes, you know them. If you're one of them, you're going to get some stick today. And also gigs coming up this weekend. Right, we're going to kick off the show. Um, it was Halloween last weekend, so we're going to play How Dark by Eddie Moore.
Okay, kicked off the show with How Dark by Eddie Mole. And um, yeah, welcome to the Glass Recording Podcast with me and Jem. Hi, Jem. Hi. It's getting, 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 getting so dark now, isn't it, after last week's clocks reversal? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, when you when you go out and do, do the post, it's like you get in the places, you're going, oh my God, I can't see this place now. What's the number on the door? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess you need a special uh, post office um, a flashlight, don't you? Yeah, need a proper. Tool. Maybe you should have a laser pen that actually sort of highlights it and then brings it into an avatar, and then the numbers from the door come away from the door and fly up into the sky like a sort of firework with bright numbers or name of the place so you can read it in the sky. Yeah, well, maybe, yeah, everyone should have a laser just pointing up from their house to say which number it is. Or exactly. name of the house. That'd yeah, be, exactly. Yeah, that'd yeah. be nice, wouldn't it? Either that or someone spiced my tea. Um, anyway, how are you? Yeah, uh, fine. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Yeah, um, been busy. Uh, busy old weekend last weekend as well. So, uh, yeah, we. I think I think we got a couple of sessions uh, on this show to talk about what I got to last weekend, and uh, you with your gig on Mon. Oh, excuse me, on Monday as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's uh, in between sort of escaping the rain showers. That's what I don't like. Arriving at a place, looking forward to whatever it is you're going to do, soaking wet. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not the best. That's not the best. Though saying that, I mean, first gig I went to on um, on Thursday at the King Arthur, uh, Mini Manders and the Shut Up and Cosmic Ninja. Uh, it didn't matter whether it was raining outside or not. It was just a hot, sweaty gig. It really was. Um, I think it was about 17 degrees outside that night as well. So, you know, just people stood in the room were dripping with sweat. It was so hot, but it was it was a really, really good gig. Um, Cosmics were great as usual. Um, they, they played really well, really exciting. And um, they've got a nice new lighting rig at the King Arthur they've had for a few weeks now, which makes it, makes the show really good as well as well and then Millie Manders and Shut Up were were quite good they could have been there's little bits I thought they could have improved them but their songs were good they were still a good band and it was still great fun to watch uh so that was great yeah no I have happy memories of seeing the Cosmics twice at the Arthur and uh got any new stuff coming out do they play any new stuff um I don't know. I think they are. I think they're working on stuff. They've got stuff coming out, but it seems to come out, you know, sort of the odd release here and there now, you know. So, um, um, you know, I think that's what a lot of acts are trying to do our days and pick up on um, on a bit of airplay. Though saying about airplay, I was listening to Steve uh, to um, Craig Charles this afternoon. They had Emily Breeze on there. Interviewing, oh, right. interviewing her about her new single. He's been giving it a lot of play on the radio as well. Nice. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, he's one of those um, DJs that just never gets old, really. He's just got an impeccable taste of music. Yeah. And you know that there's never going to be kind of a duffer in the whole in the whole set list. Uh, yeah, no, really impressed by by his music's taste. You can, you're always in for... Um, uh, you're going to always hear tracks you haven't heard of before, plus a few old favourites, and uh, it's good dance music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, um, 
I'll have to try and get hold of Emily's song so we can put it on the podcast as well. I uh, only heard it this afternoon and it's really good. And it's all about uh, what um, it's, it's all about, you know, if you, if you sort of like meet up for a, with a couple of friends for a drink uh, in the early evening, then it turns into an all nighter. I think it's, think it's more about that. <laughs> I don't long gone days for me on all nighters. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think the energy of youth. Hey, yeah. How 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 was your gig on Monday? Uh, great. Uh, we kind of rocked up a bit late, really, which is a bit awkward because we have front row seats, and uh, so we went to see Grace Petrie. Yeah, and uh, it was about three quarters full. Nice atmosphere, but you you go into the 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 arts venue. Uh, was it? It was in Bridport, and as you go in, you're going sort of. It's a like a square. You're going in the centre. As you go in the centre, you're in the centre of this, the stall area, and so the thought of watching Gre- Grace Petrie playing and she's an accompanist as well, trying to get to the front row seats as she's playing a song, not conducive. So having got the best seats in the house, it's never really happened to me before. We couldn't sit there because we couldn't get to it without interrupting the whole set, which would be an awkward because it's probably just only holds about 100 people. Yeah. So we ended up sitting right near the back for the first bit of it. And then it came oh. to the interval. And then we kind of went to where our seats should have been because other people had tried to claim them. So it's that awkward bit, you know, should we sit down in these seats? Do we have a right to these seats? Should we get territorial about the seats? Yeah, of course, because that was the best <laughs> seats in the house. So we sat down and everyone was looking really disappointed because they're being eyeing up our seats. Yeah, uh, yeah. Grace Peach on absolutely brilliant form, uh, talking about LGBTQ+, about being um, uh, getting involved in, in the political scene of music. She's a great singer, songwriter. And talk, she wrote, there's a new song that she she played called The Losing Side. Okay. And because uh, it's a bit depressing when you look at politics and how often there's a change of government. And I've been really affected by that. I I don't think it's, um, we're reaching a stage in, in the world where if you've lost, you don't seem to have to give up you know your your title of presidency you just sit there and hang out like uh, certain uh presidents in north and south america have yeah, done yeah. and might be doing now you know um so she wrote the song about the losing side and, and what she said which was really interesting saying that she used to get really down about no change of government and uh how well actually you know this can be a long-term thing you know whatever is being done now could be for the benefit of the next generation so don't see it as yourself see it as the impact you can have in the future and it just might take a long time it's a really uplifting song it really kind of cheered me up because i've been feeling a bit down in the dumps about that so she so she played that and uh and then, you know, it was the loads of political songs, a lot of protest songs, but quite she's got really good funny banter in between with the audience as well. So a great gig. She was on brilliant form. And at the end, uh, I thought I might go and say hello to her because she was in just at the back talking to someone. I've, I've, I've met her a couple of times, but I realised there was someone else there that I thought, 
better not interrupt the conversation billy bragg was there uh... the we, we reckon that she was staying because uh in effect grace petrie is, is like almost a protege of billy bragg it's the same kind of style but you know what grace brings to it is a lot of sort of youthful effervescence really so yeah a really lovely gig but we were soaking wet when we arrived so yeah that that was our gig so yeah that, that we also went to see gig spanner last thursday when you were at uh the king arthur with yeah. the thought lines uh to Raina Wynn, uh, the author, and uh, Peter Knight, who um, used to be in Steely Span. And that was a, you know, there's, there's certain gigs you really want to dance to. You've got a lot of energy on a Saturday night at the weekend. Midweek, yeah. I kind of like to sort of be taken away and just close my eyes and drift away. And it was that kind of gig. So, yeah, no, a good couple of week, couple of gigs in the last week. Thanks. Okay, right. We'll play some more music and then chat more about last week, <laughs> last week, because we've had a busy one. Uh, this is the Rintins and uh, All Hands. Here we go, it's time to find ourselves a brand new home Come with me, we don't know how good that it could be Oh, it's so fun when our two hands work better as one Better be. 
Okay, the young martyrs there and tell her so yeah and 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 back for that last week i mean cool blooming that two gigs in 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 last weekend and uh yes yeah, so uh uh on, on on the friday night i went 
to see, uh, well, as I said, we, we went to see Funky and Two Tone Baby. Oh, yes. John Diamond supporting. Yeah. Uh, that was at the Red Brick Building. Uh, excellent gig. Really, really great gig. Um, Funky's bang on form at the moment. He's knocking it out of the park. Some of it, he played some new stuff, which is a little bit more electronic and more danceable in a different way. I mean, he's got his, the other stuff sort of bluesy danceable. And this is more dance danceable if you know what i mean yeah. so um uh yeah it, it was he was he was brilliant he played for about an hour and a bit but as you say he put so much energy into his stage act and he's so enthusiastic and yeah. he's just done so well for himself but all the different gigs he's playing you know you meant we mentioned about or you mentioned uh about his set at beautiful days but can you remember all those years ago what seven years ago when he played for Glastonbury Calling at the yeah. Red Brick. And we had very few people. It was one of his earlier gigs, wasn't it? Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, and in the yeah, end, yeah. I was I thought you were gonna sack me because I gave because what I think we had I was so efficient in my first ever sort of running a stage that you said just get on with it. So I did. And then I realized I've making I've made up so much time that we gave Funky an extra half an hour because I made <laughs> up so much time. Yeah. So he's now packing it out really. That that the one that last recording the red brick seven years ago, I think there's only about sort of 10, 15 people at the start because he's on so early. So he's has come a long way. He's done brilliantly, hasn't he? No, he's done really well and uh yeah, really, really uh chuffed that that he's you know seems to be you know, moving on now. I mean, he's getting bigger than some of the other acts that he was playing mm. with or supporting, and he's he's doing really well with his tour that he's got lined up as well. I think he's at the Louisiana this weekend. Um, so little chance for people to catch him there if they haven't seen him. So he's got a good following in the West Country. Um, and then so we watched that on the on the on the Friday, and then the Saturday we had our friends Andy and Sue over. Um, and we took him out and we had a bit of a walk around Langport, showing him around Langport and the charity shops and the antique shops and that there. And, um, did you go to Shakespeare's Shakespeare Glass on the by the Bridge yeah. Cafe? Did yeah. you go in there? It's, it's lovely in there, isn't it? Yeah, I went there for the first time last week myself. Uh, oh, it's just a little hidden gem, that one, yeah, and um. Uh, then we took him up to the halfway house. We had a couple of drinks in there, and then we went down to the Etsam Arms and took him in there. And we just ended up in there playing board games and stuff like that. And uh, the pub being not doing a food pub, they let us bring some fish and chips from the chip shop down the road into the pub, which was quite nice. So this is in Langport. No, no, this is no, where, where these pubs. I don't know. This, this is in Summit. Summerton, the oh, okay. yeah, you got you got to look. We don't all know all your frequenters. We 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 need to have a bit of a good good pub tips, you see. So. Yeah, no, that that's really good. But yeah. um, it's it's a brilliant, you know, because they get their uh, real ale in. They have six barrels in for a week, and then they just put them on, rack them up, and then plow through them. Really, so it's like it's like a mini mini beer festival when you go there. And what's great, they have. A map on the wall with of Somerset and um, little bits on there where all the beers are from that they've got on sale that week. Uh, and they had two from Summerton, and one from Cheddar uh, on there, um, one from Bristol. I'm trying to remember where the other ones are for, but they're all they're all local brewery. Oh, Wild Beer down at Evercreech. 
Yeah. So I've just which pub are we talking about? The Epsom or the other yeah, one? Halfway. Epsom Arms. Yeah. Okay. And where's halfway? The halfway house. The halfway house. It's yes. called the halfway house. It's halfway from somewhere. It's halfway between um, Langport and Somerton. So it's okay. in the middle of the two, and it's on the on the main road there. It's one uh, back in the early 2010s. I think it won two years on the trot. It won Camera Pub of the Year uh, in the whole country. Mm. So um, no, it's, it's a very good real ale pub. It's quite, you know, quite well known. So, it was, yeah, it's nice to go in there and have... So, if I go in, is it going to be one of those pubs, even those that don't know me, as soon as I walk in, it all goes in silence? No, it doesn't And matter. everyone kind of stares at you. No, because they it's used... It's like to, a scene from the Mighty Boosh. I, th- I think they're used to passing people passing through with it being, you know, right, yeah. you know all these renowned real ale pubs. You know. So, I could be a highwayman and they wouldn't mind me just yeah. dropping in before but, I go off. But it's like if you go into the, to the Arthur, it's like... You'll go in there and you think, oh, there's a bit lot of odd people in here. And you stand by the bar for five minutes, someone will start talking to you. Yeah, but you say about odd people, but, but they are are odd people. When yeah, you're with yeah. your own odd people, it doesn't yeah. matter. When there's someone else's odd people, you've got to actually become their odd people before you become <laughs> accepted. So then you have to become odd, odd people because it's about them and us and it's about being odd together. So that's all I'm saying is that, you know, who's going to strike that first evening? Well, when did that first happen? Is it does it how much period of silence has to elapse before someone says something? That's yeah, the I making d- of a pub, isn't it? I don't think you have any problem fitting in with okay. odd people, Jim. I don't think that's an issue. <laughs> I'm in. Okay. Well, you're going to invite me down there sometime. You're going to meet yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. We'll meet okay. up down we're, there. We're in. Some, so anyone listening, come and join meet. us. We'll give yeah, you we'll, the date, the place, and we'll, yeah, uh, date the place, we'll get a few beers in. We'll have a couple of beers. Right. <laughs> let's play some got more, next? more music. This is uh, Average. And Earth. Something on my mind taking me to the light where I wanna fly 
okay zombie town there by uh, a bottle of dog and um yeah yeah great gigs at the weekend I was saying about but you'll probably wonder what what i've what the hell i'm on about what i've written down on the thing i put that couple at gigs that couple that there was at both gigs i went to last weekend there was that couple at both of them that were bloody annoying they absolutely just wanted people to stare at them they weren't even worried about that I, on, on on thursday um i i was stood at the back having some drinks with a with, with, with the um uh people from the arthur and then this couple uh, dancing in front of me with this big goon of a fellow uh who who just in the face of his girlfriend or might not even been his girlfriend, but he had his back to, to the gig and he was just staring in, in at her with his big bobby, doofy head, goofy head bouncing in front of me. So I couldn't see the gig. I don't mind if it's the back of his head and he's looking at the gig, but look at his big goofy face all the time, you know, bobbling in front of me. It's like, I don't want to look at you. I want to watch the gig. You know, do you, it's like, and, and then on, on, on Friday at Funky, there was a couple dancing there and, and the girl had her back to the stage all the time, dancing to the act. And you think, well, why are you at the gig? You know, and they just wanted people to look at them. They wanted to be the center of attention when there's, a phenomenal act on the stage, like Funky and the Two-Tone Baby, and they're trying to upstage these brilliant acts on the stage, and it's just never going to work. We don't care. We don't want to look at you. Now you're going to take the mick at me, out of me now, aren't you? I am. I was going to say, well, hey, Pop Pickers, that was Ian Lewisage with Rantcast. Yeah. His brand new single yeah. on 45. Yeah. But but anyone else feel like, do you, do you see these people well i never see because i'm not exactly a giant of the world so i do notice it i will pay homage to we've mentioned about him before to someone just to sort of just to say you never know so i'm just putting something out so you may find in another place in another time you might come across these people again and make change your mind so i remember (laughs) this has got to be about 10 12 years ago going to a gig in bristol probably at the feckler and I was with my kids and we got there and there was this big guy right in front of me and I couldn't see a thing. I'm talking about a really big guy. Now, the word big is yeah. very important here because that's where I'm going with it for those that might know a person who's stu- whose first name starts with big. And uh, it got me to a stage where if I get in that situation, unlike Mr. Ian Rantcast Liversidge, I get very silly. So I tend to deal with it in a happy way that I try to impersonate them in an exaggerative way. So whatever they're dancing, my hands will do exactly the same. <laughs> You've been in a couple with me before, because sometimes when they take photographs, I pretend yeah, I'm, yeah, sort of, yeah. I'm sort of dropping, I'm photobombing, but I'm not. They're looking at the cameras the other way and I'm behind them just pretending and I'm posing even though I'm not in the in the photograph anyway. So I started doing that with this person, this big person, big, I'm mentioning it for the last time. And uh, then found out his name is Big Jeff. The, oh, yeah, the legend. Yeah. And going from a place where I could, couldn't could see, he, he kind of twigged at other gigs. 
oh, you can't see, can you? So there's a picture of me and him chatting away together. Little me, big him. I mean, his hair is bigger than me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Bless him, or was. Um, and in the end, this whole feeling of I can't see you or whatever right at the front was different because he was such a music, is a, such a music lover yeah, that in but- the end... I just thought, oh, you're the best. He, you are you are a dude. He is a dude. And, of course, this comes now to the end of this story after his tragic accident yeah, in yeah. his apartment where he suffered some really very serious life-threatening burns. He's still in recovery. And he's putting out messages to the band saying, oh, can, can I come and see you when you're for a sound check? Uh, so he's making a slow recovery. Thankfully, he yeah, is yeah. okay. So this goes out to Big Jeff. Oh, yeah, yeah, but... Ultimately, Big Jeff's there to look at the band. He looks at the band all the time. He doesn't take his eyes off of the artist that's on stage. And it's not about him being stared at. You know, that is he true. Doesn't, he's just big and he's there and he enjoys the music. He does. It's just these people that are just goons that aren't there to watch the gig. But maybe people enjoy me. We've got to be nice. This is nice cast. We've got to be nice well, to well, people. It it's not, you know, honestly, you know, I'm just saying these people may be fine. They may well be in some band. You may end up finding that you're going to be playing their music. They could be part of a band. You never know what, who these people are, you see. Yeah. Just if saying. If they're part of a band, they wouldn't like people doing, having their no. backs to them on stage no. while they're playing, would they? So what's more annoying, not being able to dance or not being able to hear the band because people go to a gig? This is my rant now. If you can't oh, beat them, join them, one, everyone, chatting away in the middle yeah. of a gig when music's on, especially during quiet songs. So that for me is worse because I can yeah, never no. see when I go to a gig Fun- anyway. So. Funky did tell someone to shut up because uh, they were trying to talk while he was talking on, on Friday night. He really he brilliantly put them down. Anyway, all right, let's play some more music. Now I've got rid of my rant. (laughs) Okay, uh, this is the legendary Snake, Snake, Snake and Chili.
Okay, uh, Make Belief There by Bob Galley. And uh, yeah, Snake, Snake, Snake are playing at the Rife's on Saturday. And Bob Galley is supporting September's Sun uh, at Friday at the King Arthur. Um, so there's one or two gigs on the weekend. It's not like last week where it's absolutely rammed sport for choice. 
but there's one or two on there. Friday, Irie Fire are playing their last gig of the year at the Old Pier at Burnham. Um, there's uh, Loco and uh, DJ Big Razor, the King Arthur, on Saturday. Uh, don't forget Bridgewater Carnivals on, on Saturday as well. So, uh, yeah, return of the Carnivals. And then Michael Collins is on the King Arthur on Sunday. So one, two things on. Yeah, so Carnival's back as well. So uh, there'll be a lot of people heading down to Bridgewater, I'm pretty sure, on them. That's Saturday the big. Night. That's the biggest one, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's meant yeah. to be the, the biggest and the greatest. But uh, I don't know. I like the smaller ones, so I like the small carnivals. Yeah, we're saying that there's not that many small. Glastonbury's not small. It's big, isn't it? You think well, Glastonbury's oh, pretty? Yeah, it's it's sort and, of um, it's getting it's getting up there, isn't it? It's one of the best. I mean, it's so colourful, isn't it? Yeah, and it's got a lovely. The way it goes down the high street is um, is, is is good. So no, I. I it's also the roads are quite long, so it's long and straight, so you can see the carnival coming towards you in the lights rather than going around yeah, lots yeah. of corners so yeah no i agree i don't i think i think about glastonbury and even like wells and places like that you can easily walk in and get into the center of the town or city whereas at bridgewater it's just feels it's quite big isn't it so yeah no i've never been to the bridgewater one. no nor have i no no uh, i've when when i've heard two hundred thousand people are there Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not for me. No, it's not so much the carnival. It's great. It's just getting out afterwards, isn't it? And, and uh, I've, I'm still not overseeing these. I remember going to see years ago, Steady Dan in Birmingham, and it took about two hours to get out, and had to yeah. do have an early start next day at work, and it's just sitting in this car park waiting to get out afterwards. Sometimes it's not worth it. Sometimes it is though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, talking about getting out early, you see that? Um, what was it? Uh, Charlton played. Was it switch at the weekend or something like that? It was it, the the score was two all at I think ninety minutes and it ended up four all. So any <laughs> any fans that went they a bit early, they were saying that you know Charlton had two goals scored against them, so they were four two down in the ninety sixth minute, and like all the Charlton fans, you know they they went and thought oh we're off and then they still managed to get two goals back so yeah absolutely mad so yeah if ever there's um uh, a thing about not going uh, that, that'll have to be one of our subjects won't it what did Leaving you miss when you, what yes. did you miss when you went too early <laughs> but um yeah you're thinking now we'll no i'm just thinking I haven't been to football match in ages and I do miss it. Uh, yeah. It's just, yeah, I'm just thinking I need to go to a football match. So that's for another time. I'm going to have to look, look up who's playing on the next few weeks. Yeah, it's the FA Cup the weekend. So, um, you know. Is it this weekend? Yeah, it's this weekend. Yeah, chipping them at home to Lincoln. Uh, our friends down at Weymouth, they're at home to Wimbledon. So a couple of local non-league sides have got league sides. So uh, that'll be... That'd be good, but I'm out working. I'm working on Saturday, so uh, it will be listened to the radio. And uh, you could do it sort of a parcel drop at the stadium and pretend it's got to go to the dressing room or something, and it has yeah, to be taken yeah. in personally. You could do that, couldn't you? Uh, yeah, that might be a yeah. shout. But it'd got be a, a parcel for Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah, be quite. A, and quite just a as way. you go to hand it to him, you turn away and walk off the pitch. And don't give him his parcel. Yeah, and then he'll probably 
Ronaldo probably walk down the touchline and storm off in the corner, you know. And throw his phone at you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he throw his toys out of the pram because they haven't given him his parcel. Exactly. Anyway, that that's got that one wrapped up. So yeah. have a good week. Have a good week. And um yeah, we're gonna finish up with uh, September Sun. They're playing at the King Arthur, as we said, on Friday. Thanks a lot, everyone. Have a good weekend. Yeah, have a great one. Take care all. Some